2: Connect the dishes
1: to voices that glow. Thank
2: you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and This is your moment. Your time to shine. Your comeback.
3: Creamy. Creamy. Crunchy. Creamy. Crunchy. Creamy. Crunchy. 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 Food court. Food court. Food court with Richard Blaze. Argue in the food court. Food court with Richard Blaze.
4: Okay. Welcome to Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to my court. I'm Richard Blaze, and I'm your judge. I settle your food fights, I solve your food disagreements, and generally, I make the world a better place through my own personal opinions. Joining us in the court today, we have two comedians in Los Angeles who are already friends and will maybe soon be enemies. Mm -hmm. We don't Mm -hmm. know yet. The jury is literally still out. I'm trying to hire one. Let's introduce our guests. The first is comedian, actor, musician, improviser, teacher. It's James Heaney. Hi, I'm James Heaney. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. Coming in with props, but we'll get to that soon. Uh, going up against James we have an actress comedian and writer who comes to Los Angeles via Chicago It's Jackie Schwartz.
5: yes hi I feel like I want to add a few more uh, like accolades <laughs> to like my thing since yours was like 20 long like sorry. Um, I don't know, was, uh, if, if you feel the need to. so yeah.
4: I I I also felt the same way, Jackie. Yeah,
5: he has too many things.
4: I, I have very little. It's no left, man
5: is that many I things.
4: left off husband, good friend, listener. There was yes. other things I could have added. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> okay, the two of you have apparently fought about the topic you're bringing to the court today. Uh, so I know that this is sort of a fight that goes really, really deep. See what I did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before we get into all that, let's get to know each other a little bit better. Jackie, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, and also maybe if you could share an absolutely awful food memory that you might have.
5: Ooh, okay. Um. So I i am a comedian, actress, writer, great friend. Um <laughs> You know, lover, uh, fighter, the whole thing. I I came a lot. I've been in L.A. for about two years now. Came via Chicago, but I'm not originally from Chicago either. I'm from South Florida, beautiful South Florida.
4: Ooh, there we go. Now, when you say South Florida, it has to be the miami side right or or is it what's no no uh, south
5: florida goes all the way up until in my opinion it goes up (laughs) until like i guess lake Okeechobee. oh okay right like the bottom of lake Okeechobee, and then like past that because then you have like central florida and that's like disney world and then Mm -hmm. above that you have north florida which is just like south georgia exactly yeah
4: exactly so they
5: they can have that part all right except for gainesville Which is a great place.
4: Oh, because I went to I went
5: to University of Florida. Tim Tebow. Oh
4: my gosh! First of all, I will Mm -hmm. not take this into consideration. My Mm -hmm. wife is a Mm -hmm. Gator.
5: Oh, Uh,
4: I may or may not have donated money to the the university. Okay, it'll it'll be this already sounds troublesome. (laughs) first of
1: all, either you're on the top half, which is the north side of Florida, or Mm -hmm. the bottom half, which is the south side of Florida. There's no. What are you talking about? Is it or is it not on the south of Florida?
4: I know, well, this is true, but way to throw Gainesville in there. Yeah, you I know mean- what,
5: though, all all the so you know not to not to take a big crap on all the other uh, schools in Florida. Not trying to do that. I need everybody on Florida in my side. But you know, uh, University of Florida is considered like the smart school. I don't know if it is anymore. When I went there, they were like, "It's hard to get in," and I was like, "Watch me!" Uh, and then I got in, mm-hmm. and everybody was surprised because everybody mm-hmm. thought I was a big dumbass in uh, high school. But I was secretly smart
4: well congratulations
5: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so a lot of people from south florida go up there because university of miami is a private school so you don't uh you might not be able to afford
4: it ah there we go what about an awful food memory you have any south floridian bad food memories
5: so when i was a kid i used to get car sick like just getting in the car just looking Mm -hmm. at a car i'd get car sick so there was a lot of times, like, driving to school. And my dad didn't believe me that I was car sick all the time. He was, and My mom did. She started, like, putting towels and plastic bags in the back of, like, every car. But if I ate before I got into a car, I would, like, even if it was a 10-minute drive, I'd throw up. Mm. And I just have a lot of vivid memories being, like, in the car on the way to somewhere, and being like, "Dad, I'm gonna throw up," and he'd be like, "You're not gonna throw up," and then I'd be like, "Turn around," and I'd be covered in throw up.
4: Oh my gosh. it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> pretty bad. <laughs> on video, for, I've gotten this. better. This is... I've
5: gotten better with that. I don't throw up quite as often.
4: Do you wear the wristbands? <laughs> I I I, <laughs> I get carsick too, and my wife gave me these like little pressure point wristbands to wear, but. I can't sort of like strike up enough nerve to actually wear them.
5: I've mm. I've tried those before. My mom mm-hmm. got those for me, but I just I was like they're too tight. What if my hands fall off?
4: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> James what did you grow up eating and uh was your family into cooking or more sort of like take out and eating out
1: uh we were much more into cooking i I didn't I, I grew up where it was kind of like we had to cook at home and it was good my mom was a great cook okay uh, it was a lot of interesting things like ramen noodles but if you have ramen noodles with a whole bunch of other stuff it becomes no longer just out of a plastic package you mm. know what I mean
2: yeah. yeah yeah
4: so so how would you uh ramp up ramen noodles well me personally
1: now yes. I've taken it i I have ramen noodles a lot, but yeah. the first thing you do is you're going to saute onions and then mm. any vegetables you have. I usually eat vegetarian. I'm not vegetarian, but that's all I cook. So I'm cooking all that on the pan, and then at the end, when everything's cooked, I make the ramen. And I mix it all up dry, not the wet ramen. I have dry ramen.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which there's I...
1: wet ramen. Well, it I've definitely and What's I don't know maybe ramen? I think it's called mean... soup. I've been to a place and I've ordered ramen and they don't serve it the way right. I cook it. You they serve like it fresh in the Oh, like... you
5: you drain it.
1: I drain the water and right. I put this this the powder, right. the just... delicious powder on the noodles and then with the vegetables I cook. The powder is where heard it's anybody at. say yeah.
5: Wet ramen or dry <laughs> ramen? It's like either I drain it or I don't drain. Well, it. Well, I'd
4: appreciate them asking me at a restaurant from not. Um wet or dry ramen. Yeah. I mean, I'm a professional chef and I've never heard the term wet ramen.
5: <laughs> nope. No. Sounds gross.
4: <laughs> it's or, or like a not really good MC nickname. Yeah. Like wet ramen. Yo,
5: yo, it's wet ramen. Exactly. <laughs>
4: exactly. Without getting into today's case, James, we've heard that you're kind of known for having wild food opinions. Would you agree with that assessment?
1: He, I, I mean I don't think my opinions are wild I think i have strong opinions but the fact that so many people are bewildered by my opinions means they must be wild jackie what do you think about James's opinions
5: anytime i get the chance to disagree with james like it's starting off my day well but we spend a lot of time in cars disagreeing yeah, disagreeing about just a lot of things a lot hmm. of things and uh yeah you know whenever you get someone who's really uh, you know passionate about something that I don't understand I'm like
4: you're you're being stupid. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm secretly smart, but I keep it really secret. Mm, now, listen, James, <laughs> we, we just heard about wet versus dry ramen, yeah. which might be a case you bring to the court. And let's not get into the case you're bringing today, but okay. what are some of your other, like, not so crazy food opinions. They aren't
1: so crazy but I there's been, I'm notoriously known for having the longest hash browns in town. Oh. And it, what? <laughs> what? I know it's ridiculous. It's not even true. The thing is, is it's just misunderstanding. I get bulk hash browns in the longest container I can find. Because I go through, ha- I cook hash browns every single morning, and I have them, unless I'm on tour, uh, and I have them with breakfast. Okay. So I want to buy the package that is the longest. So one time, I say, I eat long hash browns, and now I got people sending me pictures that are photoshopped of hash browns that are foot long, you know.
5: Because it sounds like an innuendo, like, I got the longest hash
1: browns. Well, I go to the store, and I get the longest back uh, box
4: of hash browns. I'm preparing, I know what I'm going to eat. That's such
5: a weird to say it anybody. is it is weird <laughs> you've
4: you've made up a whole thing and now i'm going to find a conveyor belt oh to just do yeah. like a, a <laughs> now continuous you're making fun it's just
1: a regular hash 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 there. There. Uh-uh.
4: all right well listen uh, your long hash browns can be discussed at another day so what is the case you've brought to the court today the
1: case that i've brought to the court today is that deep dish pizza is the best pizza
4: unarguably. I mean, I've got
1: facts to back it
4: up. Mm, That is a hot and ooey-gooey take. You can tell I've been on Food Network. (laughs) I said Mm. ooey-gooey out loud. Okay, and Jackie, I'm assuming you don't agree with James.
5: I don't agree with you, James. I don't.
4: What kind of pizza do you like?
5: In fact, I think the best pizza, and this is after living in Chicago for four years is new york style i know i know new york versus chicago new york style is better than chicago pizza i don't even think that uh chicago deep dish
4: should be considered oh my gosh okay okay wait 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 wait. that has to order Mm -hmm. in the court we will get into the argument soon that is a classic debate it's new Mm -hmm. york versus chicago deep dish versus new york uh pizza it's going to be tough but i am uh turning off my personal opinions and making my decision today based solely on the arguments you each present me. And I'm very good at being a judge. I've judged so many things mm. and so many people. You're the first guest yeah. that has brought a prop. Just Thank to be you. Clear.
1: I I honestly I don't usually over What have you brought to the food court today? Well, I was so lucky to be served this week. Somebody in LA was shipped to Gino's East Deep dish cheese pizza, mm. and they
4: they were sharing with me. I had one piece that night, and then they let me take a piece home. Is this apple for a teacher sort of situation? Just because you know I'm like an impartial judge. Like my my personal feelings about pizza aside, I honestly felt almost like this would be the opposite
1: because I didn't bring enough to share. And But at the time, it was like I was Did with somebody else. Did you bring one piece? I brought one piece.
5: Wow. Yeah. Well, the thing was is I wow. somebody cooked
1: me the pizza, so I couldn't ask me, like, I have like, three extra pieces to take? Because wow. it's deep dish pizza. Yeah. I'm sorry.
4: Okay. One deep dish slice is what I brought today. So you brought one. T- yeah. It's not just your time, James. You know, it's our time.
5: Mm-hmm. I
4: know. I'm sorry. I don't feel
5: like it, it can be considered a prop if he only brought it for himself. That's just a mm. snack. <laughs> Because I, you know, I have I have granola cr- clusters in my car and I could have brought that up and been like, it's a prop, and then eaten them in front of you guys. Well, it wouldn't have worked because yeah. it's not pizza. It's not pizza. Sorry, it's then. not what we're even talking about. I'm just saying I could have done that.
4: Hold your horses because before we get into our arguments here in my court, I like to have a quick trivia round first. The winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order that you present your arguments. Now, James and Jackie, you both have buzzers in front of you. Uh, James, please test your buzzer so that we know what your sound is.
1: Here is my buzzer.
4: Ooh, the classic pizza delivery doorbell. Thank you. I was wondering if that's why I was set up with this. There we go. And Jackie, your sound effect is? And your buzzer is classic game show. So again, <laughs>
5: I like that mine's the kind of pizza that actually gets delivered. Oh, get out of here. You, where the other one is something you have to go out for. But, oh, there we know.
4: go. We're getting right into it. Let's get into this trivia round one. This one is for one point. The first pizza place that was opened in the United States opened in 1905. When did it close? James,
1: uh, it did not close. That is
4: correct.
5: Oh. It
1: did
4: not yeah! close.
1: Oh my god, I'm sorry. I promised I wouldn't scream, but this is a big moment for me. It is yeah, a big. Yeah, I was big...
5: going to go
4: 2005. That was a pretty Now, do you do you know the pizza place?
1: I'm thinking maybe it's Pizzeria Uno, but I have no idea mm. honestly. No. I just feel like Jackie? Do you know?
5: Yeah, it's some pizza, It's a pizza place in New York. Oh, it is a on. pizza
4: place in New York. And you know what? It's my court. I am giving Jackie a half a point. Are you kidding me? For knowing that it is Lombardi's Pizza in New York City. It is still open today. And I can tell these are improv geniuses because you knew it was a trick question. You knew the answer without multiple choice had to be something that was obvious. Okay, here we go. Question two. It's one point to a half a point. This one is multiple choice. Hawaiian pizza was invented in what country a greece b canada c all right jackie it's
5: canada this is
4: the answer is not canada oh please let me i still have a chance hold on oh it's okay hold on producer crystal in my ear
5: Uh, wait
4: the correct answer is canada yeah 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 oh canada the hawaiian pizza was invented in 1962 by sam Panopoulos, a native of greece who ran a pizza place in Canada.
5: See, I know that. Such now,
4: a tricky question. Can I, I get a half run. point for her buzzing in before the third thing was read? No. No, it oh, is God. a it is a trivia If you if you hit your buzzer first, you get the I, I opportunity. Just, right, right. right, quick, right. I just I just I just Jeopardy need to rules, figure out how to you you gotta be quick. Okay, that one was worth 1 point. So, oh. Jackie is up by a half a point. Jeez. Good thing here is that this last question is worth 2 points. So, whoever wins question 3, We'll win the trivia round and then get to decide if they present their arguments first. Question three. In the 1990 movie Home Alone, what is Kevin's favorite kind of pizza that his family eats and leaves none?
5: Oh, that I did it. I Jackie? Did it. Cheese pizza. It is a cheese pizza. Oh, the height of luxury.
1: This is crazy. I was going to say anchovies
4: anyways. Why? Because I thought it would be something weird.
5: Have you not seen the movie? Of course I've seen
4: the movie. I just don't remember it. Out-thinking yourself a little bit, right? Just going with the oddball answer, a plain cheese pizza, a plain AF cheese pizza. I (laughs) think if they redid the movie, that's what they would say now. All right, that means, Jackie, you win the trivia round, and you get to make the decision on whether or not you will present your argument first.
5: No, I'm going to let James, uh, you know...
4: Ooh! Thanks, I'm gonna Jamie. get
5: let him dirty the water first.
4: Okay, I like that. Okay, so James, you'll present your argument first. But before we do that, let's take a quick break.
0: Let's hit it! Give me a vacation. vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing! Give me a city tour. The trolley! Give me animals. The zoo! Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. South well Park! Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.
2: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
3: your perfect home, sweet home.
4: All right, everyone, we are back to recap today in the food court. We have the case of deep dish pizza versus New York style pizza. So what I'm saying is that a lot of people will be totally pissed no matter who wins. This is a classic, Mm. serious debate. There's going to be so many comments that are coming our way, regardless of who wins this. And I'm bracing myself right now for the hate mail. The way this works is that each of you will have three minutes to state your case. During this three minutes, you need to lay out uh, your case and not focus on your opponent's case. Use this three minutes as your campaigning time positively and why you're correct. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay, so uh, don't worry. You'll get a two-minute rebuttal in the next round to go as negative as you want but that's next. So let's focus on making your case. James, you're up first. You'll have three minutes. You ready to go? Yeah. Your time starts now.
1: Let me just open this argument with, I don't think we're going to have to worry about hate mail because once everybody knows the truth, they'll have no choice but to agree with me. Now, I want to make it clear that, of course, I started this, this uh, opinion because I grew up in Chicago and I have a lot of personal memories and love of deep dish pizza. But one thing you need to remember when you're eating pizza is that it is essentially a pie and if you are going to go to let's just say any pie shop and you order yourself an apple pie and they bring you something back that's about the thickness of two saltine crackers stacked on top of each other you know damn well you're going to send that pie back because it's not a pie it 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 would be some sort of i don't know like a fig newton now when i'm getting a deep dish pizza The deep dish pizza has the cheese so close to the crust, and there's so much of it that I lose myself in the experience. And I don't know where the crust ends, and I don't know where the cheese begins. And while we can all say that we like crusts, it's never the favorite part of something. It's always a bonus if it's good. But if your crust is just as good as your cheese, then your weakness is your strength. Now, The pizza sauce on a deep-dish pizza is put on top. And it's partly a science thing for why that is. It's because if you put the cheese on top of a deep-dish pizza that needs to cook for a long time, you're going to burn your cheese. But if you cover the cheese with sauce, well, then that cheese isn't going to burn. But you're going to get a more roasted flavor from the tomatoes. And it's going to change it to a deeper, sweeter taste. It's going to be more robust. Now, the other thing that you're going to keep in mind, if you're eating a deep dish pizza, it's an intimate experience. Now, I've never been served a deep dish pizza from a loved one, but I feel like if there is food inside of it, it's hidden. You don't know, is there mushrooms in there? I like to eat all sorts of food, so I'm not afraid of anything in my pizza. But if I was to discover mushrooms or pepperoni, well, sometimes pepperoni is on top, but green peppers, sausage in there, you're experiencing something that you didn't really know was on the surface. Now, I don't want to, I'm not going to go into what the different side of that argument is, but when you're eating a pizza that's a deep dish slice, you're getting treasures inside. It's like an unopened geode. No one knows the beauty but you. All right. And last but not least, when you eat a deep dish slice of pizza, you only need to eat one or two more pieces of pizza because it's so full filling. It's thick. It's big. You Put it in your mouth and you don't have to look like a monster. You've only had two slices of pizza and you're full. Those are the facts.
4: All right. James rests his case with a couple seconds to spare. Thank you. Fig Newton came up. I was not expecting that. We got Mm -hmm. into the science, the experience of it. Is deep dish pizza a surprise? Jackie, you'll have your turn now. Three minutes to express to our listeners and myself, because I'm making the decision, of course, why New York style pizza reigns supreme. Your three minutes, Jackie, starts now.
5: All right. Now, listeners, I want you to think about pizza. I want you to think about what you think about when I say the word pizza. Maybe you imagine like a guy in the back of of some little hole in the wall pizza shop and he's got a wife beater on that's, you know, kind of dirty and maybe he's got a big full mustache and he's stretching that dough and he's tossing it up in the air until it gets just you know the right thickness and then they take a big ladle of sauce and they pour it around but they spread it out evenly it's all even all the way up until the edges right and that's a little bit folded just so those get like nice and puffy the bottom it's all nice and crusty uh a nice smattering of cheese and then here's the thing with a uh, with a new york style pizza they're customizable, you know? You can add toppings. Now it's a uh, it's classic to have it plain or they call it normal. Uh, but you can you can customize it yourself, things like sausage, pepperoni, all the vegetables, things like that, and it doesn't ruin it, just adds to it. It's uh, something Americana, where you can have it your way, you know? You can change that kind of flavoring, and then it comes down to the three things that make a real pizza like a pizza, you know? It's it's the crunchability factor, you know? When I bite into it, does it have like a certain crunch, and as you move towards the crust, the crust should be just a little bit chewy, just a little bit so you get the little change from the middle to the end. Uh, Next is the foldability, portability factor. Pizza should be something that I could hold in one hand. I could do something and I could hail a taxi or an Uber uh, I, I could I could, uh, you know, vote in an election with my other hand. I can do something. I have the ability to take one hand with one pizza and the other hand with democracy. Uh, and then and then the last one is heatability. The thing with a pizza, when you think of a quintessential pizza that you might order, you might have it delivered. You're going to get it in that flat box. Uh, some of it you're going to eat. You know, that's the thing. You get a pie. Uh, you get to share it. Maybe you get two slices out of it. So now you're feeling like, oh, I had one slice and I was like content with that. But I get to indulge in another slice because it's not too much to have two slices. And then to make it even better, you're probably going to have leftovers of that pie. So that's that next day. What are you going to do with that? Now, there's a reason things like cold pizza in the morning are uh, is a truly American breakfast. And that's the thing. You didn't even have to reheat it. You didn't even have to put it, do anything for it. And it's still delicious. It's a totally different flavor that next morning. Now, take away even that. I like to reheat mine. I have three different ways I can do it. If I put it in the microwave, now it's kind of chewy, like a yeast roll. Totally different flavor. If I put it in the oven or in a toaster oven, that crisps back up almost the same as I had it the day before. And that was hardly something that was out of my reach. So just a classic. When you think of pizza, you think of New York.
4: Well said, Jackie, making the case for portability and textural contrast. Talking about the three most important things about pizza. Round one, I have to say, it's. Uh, I have not made a decision based off of round one, which is good because I'm a fair judge. I have to listen to the whole case. This means, James, it's your turn now to start the rebuttal process. You get to tell Jackie now in two minutes why New York-style pizza is uh horrible are you ready for that yeah absolutely (laughs) all right james your two minute rebuttal starts now
1: nice try jackie the best pizza that new york has is artichoke pizza and that's not even pizza it's like it's like crackers and and clam chowder i don't know what's on there it's delicious (laughs) but it's not pizza when you get a pizza from new york you get something that starts off soggy when i have stuff go soggy in the fridge i throw it away Now, if I was going to reheat it the next morning, it's not going to get better. And I have proof here of portability. I brought this pizza from Monday night, and I did heat it up. I don't know what a deep dish would taste like cold, but I can't imagine it would be bad. This pizza is great, and I just put it in a microwave. Such a a bare-bones utensil to reheat pizza. And it came from Venice with me, first from Chicago, to L.A., and then it was able to be salvaged for an extra couple of days. And here I am eating the pizza. When you get a pizza from New York, any surprises is shown off right on the top. There is nothing hidden beneath. In fact, the thickest thing that you're going to find is probably the toppings. There's not much pizza beneath it. You know, pies that show up when they're that thin aren't a pie, period. And pizzas are a pie. I have no more to say about that.
4: Okay, with a minute 21, Jackie, you can use some of this time to even start your uh, rebuttal process. Your two minutes and 30 seconds
5: starts now. I uh, will. I'm looking at the pizza that you brought in right here, and I'm going to tell you, it doesn't look so hot anymore. Quite honestly, it looks like something that's been through the ringer, thrown around by the U.S. Postal Service, uh, quite literally. Uh I don't think it has the reheatability uh, factor that the New York style pizza has and also just I want to touch on the pie thing that we keep we're landing on. Now a pizza pie, pizza pie you know they are not talking about a pie pie. It's just to say it's a pizza pie and when you do pizza I'm even making the motions. I'm tossing a, a pizza crust of dough up in the air when I say a pizza pie. Uh, that is not what you do with a, a uh, Chicago style pizza. In fact I've seen a Chicago-style pizza be made. They make it in a cake pan, so maybe they should call it a pizza cake because it's more inclined to be a pizza cake. It's basically a cheesecake pizza. It's made the same way a cheesecake is, actually, which is weird because that's a classic New York thing. Anyway, but we can go into this. I talked about crunchability. I talked about portability and i po- talked about the reheatability now you've already proven me right with the reheatability because again i'm looking at that pizza and it looks like it uh didn't do so hot doing the reheatability it's looking a little then then the portability right you have a a fork and a knife to eat this <laughs> pizza you have to sit down with a plate a fork and a... you can't take that out with you if you took that you would look Terrible. You'd look childish. You look like a fool if you took that in into your, the palm of your hand and had it goop down the sides. You'd be disgusting. I'm disgusted thinking about it. And then and then there's just the crunchability. Now you talked about sogginess. If I think of uh, right away, I'm thinking about how soggy that thing looks. Soggy, soggy. Uh, look at look-that's the thing with with the more crap you put. In a shell. It's going to get soggier. That's just science. Now you have all that cheese on the bottom that's just been sitting there. Maybe right out of the oven it's okay, but you have to eat that in like 10 minutes, which is impossible when it's that large.
4: There we go. Using up all of your time, taking James's extra 30 seconds. Uh, For everyone at home, as Jackie was animately just sort of fighting her case. James is over here eating his cold deep dish pizza.
1: <laughs> it's not as hot as it was when I created it 15 <laughs> minutes that ago great. I mean it's do really you, fo-
4: uh, you can't fold a deep dish pizza. Uh-huh. This is just I would me. if I tried I would probably Okay, be not there we go. Back. Well James and Jackie, deep dish pizza versus New York style pizza. You have given me a lot to think about here. I am going to quickly retire to my chambers and I will come back with a verdict right after this short break.
3: OK, back
4: to the court. Court is back in session. Before I deliver my final verdict, you have an opportunity to possibly persuade me one last time. Are there any final thoughts? Jackie?
5: Oh, I just want listeners to, to think of a pizza. Just think of a pizza. The first thing that comes into your head is is not deep dish. And it never will be because deep dish It's not pizza. If anything, it's a pizza casserole. It's a pizza pizza cheesecake, but it's not a pizza.
4: Okay, Jackie, that's enough. (laughs) Order in the court. James, any last words? We have had thin crust pizza
1: all of our lives, willy-nilly. The deep dish experience that you share with people is special. And I bet you that you remember more deep dish experiences than thin crust.
4: This is a serious battle. Perhaps the most serious that has been brought to the food court so far deep dish chicago style pizza versus thin crust new york style pizza it is an argument we have all had and i will determine once and for all for all of america or at least 50% oh, of gosh. them or maybe 38% of them which pizza reigns supreme both of you brought very valid arguments to the court thank you i mean deep dish pizza james really saying that it's a surprise that it's that it's an experience And also really driving home the fact that the tomato gets roasted and brings out that umami and what Mm. in French culinary arts they call the pinçage. You don't even know what that is, James, Mm -hmm. but that's what you're talking about. There's more flavor in that tomato. Jackie, perhaps delivering the quote of the whole argument that deep dish pizza is a cheesecake, not even a pie. That is, I'm getting goosebumps recounting that moment uh, and also really going strong with the textural contrast of the thin slice pizza the portability and the nostalgia i have made a decision here in the food court my decision goes to deep dish pizza yes Ah! yes
1: oh my god thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'm sorry i said i wasn't gonna scream
4: (sighs) Thanks for joining me on Food Court. I'm your judge, Richard Blaze, and I'm so sorry to New Yorkers all over. I'm a native (laughs) New Yorker. I still love you. Don't be mad. Don't hate me. For more James, check out the improv podcast, Alchemy This, wherever you get podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Thursday. Jackie performs weekly with Mission Improvable at the Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica here in California and on our website at itsjackieschwartz.com. Thank you so much. Are you going to come back to, to to battle again?
1: It sounds like we've already got a new beef. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, we do. <laughs> oh. We
4: do. Oh, drop. I it think Chicago.
1: Can I say? Yeah, please. I think Chicago it. has the best food in the world. I can't even believe you'd say something different.
4: Oh my. Well, gosh. I'm sorry. In the country, mm-hmm. I haven't been around the world. So are we queuing up a Chicago versus New York food scene battle?
5: Actually, I would say L. A. has the best. Oh, oh my wow. god. I know. <laughs> like I. I love it here.
4: The follow-up is going to be L.A. versus Chicago with Jackie and James. That's going to happen. Listen, audience, what do you think? Did I get this one right? What's your favorite pizza topping? Do you like deep dish? Do you like New York slices? Let me know on Twitter and Instagram, at Richard Blaze. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio I'm Richard Blaze My producer is Crystal Pamahi Food Court was created by our executive producer Christopher Hasiotis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are Gabrielle Collins, David Wasserman and Jasmine Blaze Our theme song is by Jason Neesmith For more podcasts from iHeartRadio Visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows And until next week Food Court is out of session Awesome, thank you so much
2: everyone. Thank you Thank you Get those
5: runny eggs right out of my face.